Wolf, here we go. Another episode of the Sports Bet Non Chasers. Uh, it's Paddy Garshagan here, and I, I sit next to a, a very tired uh, Rhino Rossborough who's sitting about four, yeah. y- four yards in the old away from the microphone. Sorry, mate. He's been up uh, all night watching Cheltenham Rhino. How are you, my friend? I'm fantastic, mate. Thanks very much. <laughs> Could have been better if I backed the winner yesterday at Cheltenham, but uh, no, we'll move on. You've been taking advantage of the Sports Bet money back second. Oh, uh, yeah. Back special, well, first, yeah, second, and third. First cor- two races of Cheltenham. Of course, I haven't yet. Yeah. Like that, like that. Of course, I'm flanked on the other side by Andrew Gunner. Welcome, Andrew, my friend. Hello, mate. Never call, never heard you call me Andrew before. And quite oh, well, frankly, mate, I feel I, uncomfortable. <laughs> you know, mate, I just like to call people uh, their traditional names. It uh, shows I'm being very serious. Fellas, it's been track record galore over the last uh, couple of days since we last spoke. Um, we'll run through them a little bit later. We've got to bloody say sorry a million times over for some appalling tipping <laughs> <laughs> last week. I it's, said, not a, it's not even a laughing matter anymore. I sat on the couch, Richmond Oaks and Derby finals, baby, and I was ready to go. Oh, my boy. That just did not end well. You know Fabio. We'll get to that a little bit later. Bloody went all right, and it probably should have won. <laughs> probably should have. <laughs> too late to apologise, as they say. It's too late. Fellas, a couple of uh, little tidbits in the greyhound world this week that we'll, uh, we'll cover off. We have a guest. We have it's a, a guest. ridiculously big show today. It is a bumper. We have a guest, and we're going to spice it up a little bit. Instead of these two uh, going through the races, of course, the Perth Cup and the Galaxy, the heats, which we'll cover off over there at, uh, in the West, we're going to get our guest involved in the analysis. The guest will be on the phone. I'm not going to announce who it is because it is a very, very important person. And I'm sure you listeners out there will know the voice of the great person that will be on the non-chase in about 10 minutes' time. So very excited. Stop smiling over there, Gunny, you <laughs> oh, cheeky little devil. I'm just looking forward to to uh, having this person on. So yeah, can't, it is exciting. Can't the enthusiasm. The Beef Strip Smackos quiz uh, will be coming back for a fourth instalment. Uh, Quizmaster, very confident that this <laughs> one's a good and a nice fair one. Um, show me the money. Uh, we're going to have to or <laughs> lack thereof. Or lack thereof. We, we've actually, uh, off air, we discussed that we might actually change the name of the segment to Don't Show Me The Money. We, yep. We've opted to not uh, allude to uh, uh, number figures which we're on anymore <laughs> until we get back into the black. Um, so without further ado, I reckon, fellas, why don't we, uh, we tick off uh, the week that's been with Show Me The Money. I mean, I went Richmond Derby, you know, Fabio went for a little kiss of death. It was about eight bucks. Rhino said it cannot win and it should have won, I reckon. It probably absolutely flew yeah, around that last bend. It yep. ran up the clacker of about four different dogs and it just couldn't get out and it ended up running a gallon third. I dare say that wins if that gets a clear run, fellas. What do you think? Yeah, I don't disagree. Maybe you should have taken the each way option, mate. I should have. No, I didn't. you got to risk it to get the biscuit to That's get right. into the black in this <laughs> show the money game. Um, and, yeah, so I am just absolutely drooling down the, down the leaderboard and it is poor, but we push on. Gunner, how did you go, my friend? 
Nah, second or third, I think. But yeah, not a winner. So it doesn't pay. <laughs> well, who was it? Huh? Who was it? Mapunga Wonder. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is also running again at uh, Sandown tomorrow night and looks a very good chance in the first race. All right. Well, I don't know, Rossborough, who you go with, mate, because you are nervous to say this. I know, yeah. I know. Look, uh, look, at least they know Fabio got beat. That's the main thing. The, Bucks, <laughs> the, the bloody Bucks won't bond it. Uh, After I'd, he offered you whatever odds you wanted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Look, listen, Sweaty freckle around mate, the home team. Mate, if your granny had balls, she'd be your granddad. If a second, it was beat, and it was my oh. other day. Or third, sorry, and it was beat. <laughs> But last week he was saying how Black Opium was a big run in the Australian <laughs> Cup, even though it didn't win. So come on. Uh, no, I put up Rockstar B, probably one of the worst bets I've ever had in my life. Um, he ran like a dog that had never seen a racetrack in his life. Um, and it turned out to be one of the worst run group races I've ever actually witnessed in my life. Like it was you know, an absolute shit show from start to finish. Like, right. Hello to all the connections there. Sorry, there. yeah, look, I really <laughs> apologize for that. Like, but like it was not and it was not a pretty watch. You know, um, I was um, as I said, sitting on the couch uh, at my house, Sky Racing One on, of course. It's just a, a, a thoroughly enjoyable part of my Friday night uh, ritual now and I tipped it to uh, all my housemates and we were all riding Rockstar Beaver. I was like, boys based on its rug I'm, color. Tell, I'm telling yeah. you this, this, this rhino man he knows his shit in New South Wales and oh my little sweet lord it jumped out of the uh, jumped out of the boxes and I think I uh, wanted to go straight back into the boxes didn't it rhino it just, it's, I don't know he just ran like a dog that actually had never seen a racetrack like that's I, I couldn't I couldn't not work it out have you seen the dogs that he competed and beat with the week before and even the, on the one turn track wherever that was he just stormed through and won like that just wasn't the same dog. I, I don't know. Look, listen, I'm not, I'm not putting any any ideas in people's heads about him, but um, <laughs> he's obviously got something loose in his head, like the dog. <laughs> that is the sound of Ryan Rossborough backpedalling everyone. Very good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Great little segue there. We said uh, Rockstar B wanted to maybe go back into the barriers, Andrew Gunner. The week boxes. that's been <laughs> or boxes, maybe, the week that's been in the Greyhound fraternity, we'll call it. Two very, very peculiar things happened this week, Andrew Gunner, and I want you to fill us in. The first one happened at uh, was it the Gardens yeah. in Sydney. A little so, trial. Yeah, solo trial. Take it from here. Solo trial for a dog. Uh, loaded up and ready to pounce. The lure came around with the green light on and boxes open and he just looked surprised to see daylight. <laughs> he came out of length and turned to the right and saw what was happening and then turned back to the left and didn't make it off the carpet and... <laughs> out, out came the lead again and back on and uh, yeah, maybe back for another run at it, I think. Had no idea, poor old Max Offer. Listen yep. to this, fellas. Now, it was lining up, as he said, in a trial. It was by itself. It didn't have any other dog there whispering down its ear, tickling no, it. No. There was no funny business going on here. And as you said, it jumped and it didn't know what to do. Now, that's come from a family that's won 65 races and over 150K in stakes earnings. If you're an owner of that, that's a that's a... <laughs> Well, you never know. It's a know. tough They're, road back from there, isn't it? Yeah. All sorts of embargoes and got a trial a couple of times and, and all that jazz before it ever gets a chance to go around again. Max Offer. Yep. Go on, Max. Need to go better than that. The other one, Andrew. Yes. You've been waiting. Patrick. To, you've been waiting to tell us all about this one. At Goulburn. Yes. Uh, yeah, so smart dog that didn't follow all the others into the catching pen, decided he'd go his own merry way. No fence down the outside there at Goulburn, so he made his way outside of the advertising hoardings on the on the home bend there and yep, decided to go his own way, which reminded me a couple of years ago at Goulburn where there was a dog 
coming down the home uh, the home bend there, and the harness track runs on the outside at Goulburn. Anyway, this dog disappears out the back of the telly, as Rhino would say, and <laughs> don't know where he's gone. And then as they're approaching the winning post, you see this dog screaming down <laughs> the harness track. Uh, so maybe they need to fence him in a bit better there at, at Goulburn because they can get a bit loose. Well, they've run them bloody 10 times a week there just about because they moved the Canberra meeting at, got yep, to Goulburn, yep. didn't they? So just uh, going across the border now. Remarkable stuff. That's the world of greyhounds, boys. Exciting. Andrew Gunner. Yes, now, mate. This guest is... Oh, we've... We've had Corey Grenfell, we've had Rob Britton. We've had two group one guests. Yep, we've had Rob Britton four times. <laughs> <laughs> Only aired once. Now, I'll safely say this is the first crack at this guest. And Andrew Gunner has pulled through once again. Now, this man, you will recognise his voice. Yes. We're going to get him on. We're going to go through the heats of the Perth Cup and the Galaxy. There's a little clue of what he uh, may or may not offer, but I'm going to hand it over to Andrew Gunner, who is going to introduce our very special third ever guest on the non-chasers. Right, we have to give this man a fitting introduction because anybody that tunes into Western Australian racing would be familiar with Pete O'Neill's dulcet tones when he introduces the card for the night. Pete O'Neill. So in in true true fashion, here's an ode to Peter O'Neill before he joins us. Hello and welcome along to a beautiful nine-race preview of the non-chasers as the fluorescent lights shine down upon our level 13 studio and the air conditioner blows a gentle breeze through the indoor Chinese money trees. As we welcome in the voice of WA Racing, the great Pete O'Neill, Paddy presses play on the mixer, picks up the microphone, content that he can do no more. <laughs> wow, well, hey, Pete, are you there? Oh, that's very, very, very good. Oh. Just miss the palm trees. Oh. The palm trees and the sun setting over the beautiful Coogee Beach. <laughs> Pete, welcome to the Non-Chasers, mate. Um, I just wanted to uh, to let you know that the first guest we had was Corey Grenfell uh, and then Orson Allen happened to lose the following week. Then we had Rob Britton on the show and Tornado mm. Tears managed to lose at twenty. We've got you on this wow. week. Now, we're, we're bloody hoping to God you don't lose your job, mate. So, <laughs> we're just... We're just saying. But there is, there is a possibility after last Sunday we had the uh, Greyhound of the Year and the media personality of the year went to a guy who did a segment for two minutes. So all the work <laughs> that I do over the year obviously wasn't too well received. But, so you never know, it could be replaced. But what a, what an outstanding weekend of chasing we had ahead of us uh, this Saturday night. Mate, we do. We are, we are very excited and we've, we've changed things up a little bit uh, this show. We're actually going to get you and your take on every heat uh, in the Perth Cup and the Galaxy, and we'll sort of uh, pop, in, uh, pop in along with a few questions here and there, mate. So we'll get stuck into the first race, obviously over 5.20 there at Cannington, the cool crisp air at Cannington, we like to call it. Uh, not available is the second favourite to the dog we mentioned before, Orson Allen, mate, out of the green, out of the blue rug, sorry. What's your take on it, mate? Orson Allen obviously deserves to be favourite and is a short price favourite, although drifted a little bit, I think, uh, earlier on during the week. The Horsham Cup winner, Cranbourne Cup winner, second in the Tem League. Not available, has got a remarkable record from box number one and has had, importantly, two or three starts over here in WA. I always have a question mark over Victorian or Eastern States chases that come across without having a look at the track. If Orson Allen can get through to the final, it'll certainly be a, a lot better next week. That is... A voice I could set my watch to. I, I'll tell you, I'll tell you two two people that should be worried about their jobs on this show are Ryan and myself because <laughs> that was very crisp. <laughs> very nice. So, Orson Allen for you there, Pete. 
Yeah, so Orson Elm on top, although I really do like one of the other because of the box draw, box number one. Not a lot of other depth. I think it's a racing two. Very nice. And our resident boys on the show, Rhino and Gunner, who are you going with? Yeah, I was very keen on not available, just on the draw, as Pete says. Um, I think that um, his record is immaculate, and by virtue that he's already seen the track once or twice is a big advantage. Gunner? Yeah, I I think the Orson Allen are not available have found their price. I don't really see much value between those two. So if I was going to play in this race, I'd have a box exactor with dogs one, three, and four. Very nice. All right, Pete, let's crack on a race two. Dinah Patty, the uh, namesake to your great host here on the show, uh, going out at $1.35 in the yellow rug out of the five slot. It was, it was awesome last week, and the fact that it's uh, Patty's Day on Sunday might be oh, home and for the weekend. Um, Dinah Patty from box number one was brilliant. The way that uh, she dropped off our star West on Hulby last week was just mind-boggling. I couldn't believe it. Um, she's the Australian Cup winner. She's in the squeeze box, so a little bit of a concern there. Pacific L has speed and should be able to bring her across. Alicante Boucher is drawing box number one for Benny Ruling. A speed machine, I think, will be leading. Just question, questionable over the 520 metres, but the idea on Dinah Patty, and I think Kiss Me Linda might have better run into second. Very nice. Now, you mentioned there that it's St Paddy's Day on Sunday. How does our resident Irishman... Uh, Prepare for that one, big rhino over uh, here. Mate, I got a friend who's spot, spot with a good bit of Guinness somewhere knocking about in the town, <laughs> CBD somewhere. Um, yeah, uh, race two. Uh, look, Dana Potty looks obvious to me. Look, I, I hope, I hope, I hope. Uh, I'm sorry, I wish Pete didn't mention this. I actually had a quietly small fancy for Kiss, Kiss Me Linda in six. Um, I think that she was run really well in the in the puppy race or the puppy competition that was on at Cannington recently. Uh, and I just think that um, she'll get a plenty of room on the run to the corner. Um, and just with a bit of luck, she may go on and win a big price. Very nice. I like a little bit of debate here. You've got Pete on the phone. You've got Rhinos and Paddy Days coming up. It's, uh, you know, it's exciting stuff. Gunner, how about you, mate? Yeah, Dinah Paddy, definitely the, the best runner in this race. There's not a huge amount of speed underneath her. So I don't think she has to be at her, at her best to be up in, up in the van. But the dog on her outside can show a bit of early toe. Just at the price, I thought Alicant Boucher from Box 1 has really good stats, so I'd go with that. It's also 30 to 1 in the all-in, so if you can get place odds about it, making the final and it draws well, um, that might be a good play. Exciting stuff. All right, Pete, uh, Miss Splendor Miro, another short favourite, $1.65 out of the two rug uh, in the third race, mate. What's your take on it? Well, she hasn't seen the track either. David Gill came across last year with uh, his outstanding chases and uh, ran second in the final behind Trooper Manelli. Um, Benali won the consolation of the Cup last year. Campini is a flying machine, has already been backed. There's a few young punters over here that think Campini needs to draw the fence to be able to win. I'm, I'm fairly confident about Campini being able to get across, find the top, as long as he can cross Miss Splendomiro, and he is a flying machine. The owners of Campini actually put up $10,000 recently to have a match race with West on Orby, um, and they wanted Rawa, which is the racing authority over here, to put up another $10,000. Unfortunately, uh, the connections to West on Orby weren't keen. It's, uh, he's a very, very smart pup, Campini, trained by Paul Stewart, who's a master, trained the great Miata, and uh, I'd be putting money on Campini in the third heat. Uh, Pete, what, Chippen, a, Pete, what do you think? another one I should throw in as well. Um, likes outside draws and did win our group two all-stars, but I think might have gone a miss over in Victoria. It's not the same Greyhound before he went across there. Yeah, you beat me to it, mate. I, I was going to ask you what your thoughts on Chips and, train, chips and Trains was. Um, miss Splendomiro is really well drawn. I'd be sticking with her here. 
uh, Benali, I couldn't have in this race because Campini, I think, will cut across its nose early and its race will be over. I'd just rather stick with Splendor Miro, who's going to do more things right than Campini that can get a, get back a little bit and need a bit of luck. Yeah, I, 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 I am not a fan of Campini in any shape or form. I understand he's an aeroplane. Look, I understand that. Um, I just I think he's very, very draw-dependent. I think he needs one or two to actually come out and win. Um, Splendor Miro mightn't have had to look around, but I think by far and away she's um, as classy. She's as classy as Campini, or maybe... Not as quick, but certainly um, in terms of ability, I think she she could definitely crack out and win there. I just I just Campini's not the kind of dog that I follow. Um, unfortunately, fast but stupid. Some bold things being <laughs> said here by Rhino. He's <laughs> got Pete on the other line, and he's not afraid to uh, to shout it out. All right, race four, West on Augie, a dollar forty five. Pete, another one of these short price favourites. I tell you what, might be worth just sort of multiing these uh, these ones up to start your night off. What do you think? I think so too. Um, I think West on Orby, if he had finished a lot closer last week to um, Dinah Paddy, then he'd probably be a dollar twenty on Saturday night. I think he'll improve. He had a week off uh, in between the runs. Chris Holtz is a master trainer and drawn box number four with a couple of slow beginners around him. I just see him finding the top and he can run some really quick sectionals. If he, if he missed it slightly and, and he does do it now and again, then Jade's Blade, who you might be able to get some each way odds about, is a real danger drawn out in the pink. She's got a remarkable record out wide, and she is one that could get across and really cause an upset here in the fourth heat if Augie does anything wrong at the start. Yeah, there's no doubt that Jade's Blade's well-drawn and, and has very very good early speed. Uh, yeah, West on Augie really should be winning this. I haven't seen him miss a start for a while now. He's been in terrific form. Uh, the other one that I like but needs luck is uh, Dinah Dean drawn in box two. Absolute certainty. Oh, he, uh, he likes to go for the old certainty over here, Pete. He calls it a wife and kids job. Uh, old Rhino Rosbury has had about 10 for the season. And uh, they're generally pretty good, uh, as my Pinocchio nose grows. Um, all right, race five. We've asked for an open race. And finally, we've got one. You could just about throw a candy wrapper over these. I'd love to hear Pete's opinion on uh, race five, uh, the fifth heat of the Perth Cup, Pete. BB. And it's for the Irishman, Ryan Paddy, um, Quint Jagger. <laughs> Owned by a couple of Irish boys that you can't understand unless you've had a Kilkenny or Guinness beforehand. <laughs> and this, this dog was set originally for the Galaxy. Had a couple of injury concerns. Has had a few runs recently over the 600 metres. Very fit. The track record holder. Slow beginners. Or there's a quick beginner crash bandicoot on the inside. He's very, very strong. And I just pray and cross my fingers that he jumps with them on Saturday night, and I think he'll be going through the final. I think he can get around about $19 into the final about quick jagger. Hecton Baldy, former Australian Cup winner, I don't think he's the same dog since he's come across to Western Australia, and there has been some support for West on Hazel, but I really like quick jagger in the fifth heat. Hey, I, I'm going to stick with where the support's come from. I'm tipping West on Hazel in box eight. Uh, yeah, I I thought that it's a bulldog um, has got a few snips or lines of form that could definitely put him in with a chance in this race. I hope he just gate crashes out and makes all. Um, but obviously, I think Quick Jagger is the big danger. It's a bull for Crystal Shinners. That's a surname. All right, race six, the final of the heats here, uh, Pete. Uh, another relatively open one. I mean, Hasten Slowly is at two bucks currently, continuing to drift. Um, and other than that, it's really sort of uh, bundles galore and incredible hero that looked the other big chances. But what's your take on it, Pete? Well, bundles galore was one of our best chases going back six months ago, and then had an injury, major injury concern. I think he did a hop. Um, mm. At his best, he is a very, very quick dog. 
has an incredible record from inside draws, and I was speaking with the connections on Sunday night at the Greyhound of the Year, and they said he's flying. So on that basis, Bungle's Glaw is going to be very, very hard to beat. Hasten slowly won the Queensland Greyhound of the Year last weekend. Um, I think from memory, first look at the track, or did he troll last week? In fact, no, he trolled last week, so he has had a look at the track. Time wasn't overly quick, but certainly can improve. A little bit of inside mail there from Pete. So, geez, he's done his homework for today's show. Well, you know what I'll be doing then? I'll be taking that in the tipping competition at the end of the program. All right. Well, fair enough. <laughs> uh, I, I liked Hasten slowly, but not at the price. So I'm going to tip Weston Holly. Uh, I was really, really keen on Hasten slowly. I thought he'd just crack out and win. Uh, well, not crack out, but I think that he would have a bit more pace than him. Obviously, I didn't know about the information about bundles galore. I just thought he was completely off the boil, but that makes sense with the injury. Um, but I just think Hasten slowly should be lengths better than the rest of them. Very good. Well, it was good to see you scribbling down the uh, the red pen over there for uh, bundles galore. Uh, Pete's big inside mail tip. All right, we get to the Galaxy Heats now. Um, the real swift fantasy distance sort of stuff now. 715 <laughs> metres here at Cannington. There is a dog going around currently to $1.08. Pete O'Neill, and it goes by the name of Tornado Tears. It just can't lose, can it? Yeah, it's over dollar oh eight. Like <laughs> giving away money. If they're prepared to put up a dollar oh eight, I think it'll start at dollar oh two. It's just an absolute certainty. The weakest field that you'll see in a heat of a, a Group One anywhere in Australia. Uh, George Box Number Seven. He trolled the other night, so he's seen the track. I've never seen a dog hug the rail so so much as what he did. He, you know, even though it was only a troll, he broke the track record over the six hundred. And he'll probably break the track record on Saturday night. What yeah. has to happen for Tornado Tears to, to botch it on Saturday night? Barring the the, could, uh, the box not opening, what has to happen? Nothing will happen. He could fall over, do a somersault and still win this. <laughs> I love it. I agree with you. I'd love to see that. He could do a, a Goulburn special and sort of run around the harness track like uh, something <laughs> sort of similar happened this week. Yeah. It's probably because of the fact that he came across early and, and the connection said he was coming across early. Probably scared a few of the Eastern States rivals from wanting to come across. It's $10,000 prize money. Mm. And uh, the first two and the two quickest thirds get, get through because there's only three heats that, yeah, he's just putting and take out. Fantastic stuff. Well, it goes without saying that uh, Gunno and Gunno, Gunno and Rhino will be on Tornado Tears heavily. All right, race eight. All right. Um, um, I was just going to say, so it goes if you're looking for something else outside of that to place if you don't like the short odds. Very nice. Okay, race eight, another dollar forty-five. They are... I was going to say it was bundles galore of these dollar dollar forty dollar fifty favourites. Uh, moment to jive out of the five um, again, Pete. Another short price favourite here in Perth. Yeah, well, she's had the measure for all of these greyhounds. West on Hawkeye, uh, Rockstar, Patriot, Outshines. I can't see her getting beaten again. She should be able to make it through. She's been racing Group One company over on the east coast. She's our best player at the moment. Um, she's a few lengths off Tornado Tears, but let's hope she gets through and we'll try and talk it up to try and have some sort of West Australian flavour in the final. Yeah, I, I see her winning here as well. If you don't like the short odds, there was even money about her to place throughout the series. If you can find if you can find someone that will just bet you the place, I'd go moment to jive uh, to place for the for the whole thing because there's not a lot of speed dogs that are competing in this series. I think she'll run top three in the final. Yeah, absolute certainty. Um, I don't see how she's going to get beat. Probably the one in second is the one that's probably sick of seeing her rear end. That's that West on Hawkeye. Um, but yeah, that, that sh- she should just go through and win that. Very don't good. Don't see any doubts. I like it, Ryan. All right, we get to the last, the uh, the ninth race on the card. Jumping at 12.37 in the morning on Sunday for us playing over here <laughs> in the East. 
Uh, $1.70 favourite and a dollar. What is going on? Is Willie Pike riding these greyhounds or something <laughs> over there? Um, <laughs> it is craziness. There's shorties everywhere. Reedy's runner at $1.70 currently and Bar Cutley at $1.90. Looks a two-dog race in the last heat in the galaxy, doesn't it, Pete? Well, the bookmakers should be pulled before an inquiry here. How can you have in a six-dog field two runners under two dollars, right? You know, we have to have some... Well, you've got the two people that you'd want to be asking the question. Andrew Gunner frames these markets, yep. and if he doesn't do it, Ryan Rossman is right, yep. does it? <laughs> Answer yourselves, boys. Hey, we're, we're, not, we're not charities, Pete. If that's their true price, then that's what price they are. Oh, wow. What do you think their price it? should be, Pete? Uh, $3, three dollars each or two? I think Reedy's runner was brilliant when um, he actually defeated Moment to Drive two starts ago. An important thing for punters to listen in early on Saturday night is the weight variation. Reedy's runner two starts ago came in a kilo less than what his normal racing weight was and he brained them. And then last week, I think he was back to almost normal and his run was ordinary. Now, whether that has anything to do with it, um, we'll see what he comes in at on Saturday night and He'll, he'll qualify for the final, whether or not he can beat the Carly depends on what breed his runner turns up. He's a very, very good do- dog on his night, but he, was, he can be missing on occasions as well. Got so, some uh, digestion issues. Yeah. A, a kilo variance in a, in a greyhound yeah, sweating, is, mate. is quite he's a bit. He's working hard. He's, hey? running, he's sweating. He's running 715 metres, mate. I run 715 metres and I lose five kilos. Mate, if, you, if you needed to lose a kilo, I'd recommend you skip the morning snack. <laughs> The amount that you eat. <laughs> oh, that's enough from you. All right, Pates, are you are you with Reedy's runner or Barkali? Sorry, I must have missed it. Yeah, I don't know. I really don't know. <laughs> if Reedy's runner turns up, then I'm with Reedy's runner. That's probably why Gunner's got the market the way he has. <laughs> if, um, if, if Reedy's runner doesn't turn up, then Barkali wins. But I'll, I'll go Barkali because I'm just not sure with Reedy's runner. Very good. Rhino, yeah, I, I was actually really keen on Reedy's runner. Um, I thought that his recent form was of much better type than what Barcali's is. Um, Barcali is arguably, a, you know, is a better dog, but recent form suggests to me that uh, Reedy's runner should be at the forefront of the market, I think, anyway. Very nice. There you have it. Yeah, I, I, I'm tipping Barcali. I, I just think he's been so unlucky his last few starts com- competing at the, the top level each run. He's really well drawn. I think he's a chance to almost lead this, and it'll be hard to hard to catch. Very good, Pete. We really appreciate you coming on there. As I've got <clears throat> something stuck down my throat. Well played. <laughs> That's not very good for a podcast host, mate. We want to ask a couple more questions before we go. We have got you on the line here, all all the way over there in the west. You've probably only just woken up this morning. It's uh, oh, please, <laughs> mate. No. With the time difference, <laughs> yeah. nice and early. Gonna had it. Gonna had a few for you, mate. What was? It? Oh, one question I wanted to ask you, Pete, was about the WA greyhound industry. Whilst a couple of other states have probably struggled in terms of their breeding and their overall race numbers, I think WA has actually done pretty well during a, a tough period. What are your thoughts on that? Um, we've done okay. Back in 2008, our Galaxy was the, um, what, the Australia's richest staying race. Um, it's now still on the same stake money 11 or 12 years later, so... We haven't progressed, and while I see Victoria doing quite well since they've come out of the, the debacle a couple of years ago, I think we really have struggled in regards to a lot of um, people over here didn't want to breed, so we're seeing the lack of nominations as we see in the Galaxy, and this is the first time that I can remember that we haven't had eight heats of a Group 1 Perth Cup series, so we are struggling a little bit, and there are some smart greyhounds that are being bred over here in Western Australia, so I think we are 
turning the corner and we are on the improve if that makes sense and you've seen a, you've seen a couple of uh, handy Victorian dogs towards their, the end of their careers now being bought and, and going over to the West. Obviously, some people there in the industry see WA as a, as a good opportunity because you do race for very good prize money. Well, we don't have a lot of 520-metre greyhounds, so if you purchase dogs from the Eastern States, if you can get them, and it's fairly difficult to purchase them, but if you can get them across here, they can come through and race through their grade. Um, we've seen some of the ones that have come across from Wheelers that the Credellis have purchased. Um, they were hoping that most of them would be in the Perth Cup series. Uh, Hecton Bale is. Um, they're greyhounds that certainly can recuperate the, with the with stake money on offer, can recuperate the money for the connections because we have over here in WA the richest provincial and country prize money anywhere in Australia. Now, city prize money is probably needs to get a boost, but the other two are, are well ahead of most states. Um, Pete, just a quick one. Um, I don't know if you listen to this show too often, um, but we're massive fans of Poke the Bar and Black Opium. Um, it was all set in stone from what I heard that they, they, they were going. Do you know any? Did you hear anything as to why they didn't make the trip? I'll have to have a kill Kenny so I can actually understand the question. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's basically just... No, um, the, the Shona Thompson Greyhounds? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I believe, I believe one of them went amiss during the week. Um, which one that was, I haven't been able to find out. But there was the intention on Tuesday morning, she booked accommodation over here with a trainer to be able to leave her dogs and send them across. And then something happened on Tuesday morning with one of them, and we'll probably see in the nominations over the next week on which of the three that she was planning on bringing across um, doesn't get nominated. But uh, we're excited. She came on our radio station, TAB Radio, last week and said that uh, Poke the Bear and her other two greyhounds that were placed in the Australian Cup were definitely coming and yeah, at the last minute, um, she decided not to come because one of them uh, wasn't quite right. Wow. We'll have to get our people digging onto that one and uh, and find out it is. I hope it's not poked the bear. I mean, it's... Well, it's not deliver because it's running It's running uh, tomorrow night at, at Sandown. But, um, yeah. Leave it to the other one. Yeah. Mm. Poor, poor pokey bear. All right, Pete, we like to play a quick game with our uh, guests when they come on to uh, the non-chasers. It's... Uh, goes by the name of Know Your Tracks. Now, you as a caller, um, I think would know most of your distances in WA. There are only three tracks in WA. <laughs> you'd, hope, you'd hope so. <laughs> so I've chucked a couple of interstate ones in there just to really test you. So I'm going to give you the distances and you're going to tell me what track it is and we're going to see if you can get three out of three. Here's a nice, okay. easy, uh, nice, easy uh, one to start you off. This track has a 715-metre box, a 600-metre box, a 275, a 380 and a 520. Bang. If you got that wrong, I was going to get really worried. <laughs> one from one. Well played, Pete O'Neill. All right, let's uh, move a little bit east. There's a clue. This place has a 515 metre box, a 595, and a 715 metre box. I'll say stand down. It is. Ding. Uh, well done, Pete. Very good. Now, this is the lucky last, and I think this one might be a little bit trickier. This. Dog track has a 400 metre box, a 330 metre box, and a 535 metre box. Oh, that's a real stab, Richmond. Wow. Yes. He's done it. <laughs> you missed a couple of other distances there, mate. You could have added a few more in, but did I'm, very well. I'm going Pete. off the uh, Greyhound recorder, mate, and uh, <laughs> that's the uh, distances I get. Pete, very well done, mate. That's three from three. Obviously, knows his tracks. The great certainly does. voice of the West. Ever uh, thought of dipping into thoroughbred calling, Pete? Or. Uh, you're sticking with the greyhounds for now. I did try it when I was younger. I wanted to be a jockey, and then I tried uh, Kellogg's call, and I went to a venue over here in 
Western Australia at Carnarvon, and the 1,200-metre start was so far away, they were little black dots, and I thought, <laughs> never again, never again. <laughs> they run them on the, uh, on the sand over in Carnarvon, isn't it, just about? Yeah, it's like a um, oil-based yeah. track, yeah. Very good. All right, Pete, I reckon that just about wraps us up, mate. Any, uh, if you were going to have the absolute best for Saturday night, what would it be, mate, and why is that? Um, Saturday night, I'll say quick jagger, because I think we'll get a little bit of value. I think if we, as uh, Gunnar mentioned earlier on, if we put a few of the shorties in and all up, I think you'll do quite well. I think most of the favourites will get through. But I do like quick jagger. And um, also, bundles galore is maybe one if Hayson slowly gets rolled. Bundles galore might be able to get through as well. I'm not sure if Pikey's riding on Saturday, but that's quite <laughs> what you like. Yeah. There you go. Well, they'll be going nice and late into the night uh, at Cannington. Pete, we can't thank you enough for being the third guest on the Non-Chasers. Gunner, Rhino, any final thoughts, mate, as we uh, let the great man go? No, it did a sensational job, Pete, and, and thanks very much for coming on to our silly show and injecting uh, a, bit of, a bit of serious analysis. Yeah, no, it was great. No, good. Thanks very much, mate. Massive fan as well for the for the tips and Saturday nights yeah. later on. He's, he, he has been <laughs> scribbling here with a sharpie the whole time. He's been drawing all sorts of weird things, but it looks like he's been taking them down. Pete, once again, mate, thank you very much, and uh, have good a good on call you, on Saturday night, mate. Thanks very much for your help. See you, Pete. See you, Pete. Uh, Pete O'Neill, everyone, very good third non-chasers guest. That was thoroughly enjoyable. I wanted to ask him if he's ever been bumped to Sky 2 because... <laughs> <laughs> no, not just, at that time or not. Oh, no, it just didn't feel right. No. Um, fellas, money back special races are one to three. Vic, New South Wales, Wednesday to Saturday, up to 25 bucks back in bonus bets in your skyrocket if you run second or third. Gunner? Yes, so just just make sure it's now races one to three rather than four, five, and six. Uh, with the footy seasons kicking off in the next couple of weeks, we want to make sure that our greyhound punters are getting looked after before that sort of silly stuff kicks off. Well, that's smart because you, know, you get to put a couple of greyhound bets on. That's and, right. And you can invest into a first goal scorer bet, mate. And, that's uh, right. Take advantage of the AFL promos, which uh, are going to be just, very it exciting. It is promos galore. It is. Uh, so won't won't spend too much time on these. So races one to three tomorrow night at Sandown. Race one, number one, Mapunga Wonder. Race two, number one, May Hayes. And race three, number one, Crimson Dixon. Uh, yes. Rhino. So straight to the, the glorious McDonald's lights of Dapto. Um <laughs> Yeah, race one, the really poor maiden. I went with the eight, perfect Everest. Um, race two, um, buck arm Nikki, just if she crashes out and does what she does, I think she'll go on and win. And race three, the one dog's going to be very short, frisky, but I would like to oppose him with a dog called Stay Curious very nice. uh, in box four. There you go. A little bit of insurance here. Did you say that dog's name was Frisky? Yeah, Frisky. Frisky and Stay Curious in the same race. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's also it, one called Love Me Hearts. So that's, that's, <laughs> stay that's, curious. This is uh, a real Valentine's that's Day one race. The, that that's one. one of the seven sports bet values, man. Stay yeah. curious. One stay of the wonders. <laughs> yeah. Boys, the quiz. Here we go. The quiz brought to you by Schmacko's Beach Beach. <laughs> what? The quiz brought to you by Schmacko's Beef Strips. <laughs> and you love the stinger. It's so good. The stinger's so good. This is a goodie. I'll say it every week. It's 2 1, isn't it? 2, two to Gunner, 1 to Rhino. Uh, yes, it is. Well, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> that's what I think it is, but. Yeah. All right. The quiz. Question number one Who came second last in the Richmond Derby on Saturday, Friday night? <laughs> Bloody hell, I couldn't even name you three dogs. Um, Gunner, Gunner. Good. Rockstar. Who <laughs> came last? last. That's why I didn't want to rub it in. Came last. It's good to see that your gunner gunner um, buzzer was working. <laughs> yeah, as you well. didn't test us today. We don't uh, have time. 
I, mate, I, I really don't know. It was a favourite. I don't know. Um, Why do I think I've brought the best quiz ever every single time I know, and you guys yeah. splatter at the first question? Oh. Mate, he's priced the race and have a look I, at him struggling. Mate, I, listen, I, know. I, I don't know. I actually don't know. You, you don't want to have a crack. Mate, I couldn't name you another dog except you know Fabio, and I know it ran third. Yeah, what, what would I say is, if it's a dog you were talking about saying being able to put it up on the back straight in terms of time to Orson Allen and Poco Dorado? Oh, Reno. Yep. Two times twice. No, he wasn't even in the race. <laughs> oh, Gunner. Uh, no, she was in the Oaks. Oh, I was going to say, Mr. say Mystic Ride. I'm sorry. I, I really don't know. Okay. It's two words. First word starts at S. <laughs> Second word is something you bang nails in with. Gunner. <laughs> Slingshot hammer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. He's, that's the advantage for him uh, gone now. Far out. So one, one nil. All right. Gunner's one nil, away. Gunner. Question number two. Which DJ group had a smash hit called Greyhound in 2012? Raynal. Yep. Um, uh, uh, oh, uh, uh, Swedish House Mafia. Yes. <laughs> Ding. Well done. You're doing well, my friend. You're doing well. One all. I'm not actually sure what happened in my life in the last 15 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> that was just cataclysmic. All right. Race three. Catastrophic. The fastest ever recorded Greyhound speed, according to funtrivia.com.au. Gunner. Yep. Average give, average speed? No. Or top clock, speed? Top speed. You can give it to me in KPH or MPH. Do you want decimal to, to what? Mm, it has to be within the kilometre per hour. Uh, 72. Yes. Right on. <laughs> I'm glad you got that because I didn't want to have a star about it. <laughs> yeah. Question four. The date of the 2019 Irish Derby. <laughs> oh my. September. <laughs> Mate, is your buzzer even working? Oh, Rainal, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Did I technically buzz in before you? You buzzed uh, in before him. September? <laughs> yeah, I don't want the date. <laughs> oh, oh Rainal, September 19th. No. <laughs> so, so this could go down to 30 guesses here. <laughs> uh, September 21. Oh, fire out. How do you win the quiz every single time? <laughs> I gave you a good marker though. It was September 19. Like... I cannot gift a man. I've led the man to water. Mate, he's I've led the gone. dog to schmackers. I've led the dog to everything. And he doesn't want to eat. All right, question five for the sake of goodwill. There's one track, tab, recognised track in the Northern Territory. Gunner, Darwin. Yes. <laughs> Four one. I don't even know oh, what the Northern Territory was, is. That was, oh my God. Darwin. That was poor. <laughs> I'm going to come next week and say I've got the worst quiz. In what, the what's, go, what's going worse? Show me the money or the quiz. The quiz is good, but you guys just clearly don't know much about Greyhounds. <laughs> Mate, I got four out of five questions oh, correct. Spare me. All right, let's wrap it up with show me the money. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. It holds it together, boys. It's he the, understands now. It's the glue of the show. It holds us together. He's media trained. Um, as we said earlier, um, we'll not be mentioning how much we're actually down. Um, A, for responsible gambling uh, means, and also for um, we don't want to tell you because we will get back into the black. And when we do get close, we will let you know what we're at. Andrew Gunner, who are you going to go with in your Show Me The Money selection for episode 
at the park tomorrow night at, at Sandown. Race seven, number eight, It's a Frenzy. I think it's around the $3.50 mark. That's yep. mine for the week. Very nice. Can I, can, Hunji, oh. full strength bet, or are you going 50 age way? Yeah, I no, 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 that price, no. Hanji, okay. on no, the nose, so. on the schnout. Can I go for it? Like, yeah, okay. Me, I'm going to go, go for, for a travel. Oh, well. Wow. <laughs> you can't pick one winner, but we're going, <laughs> multi, we're going multis What's now. Uh, I'm going to go West on Augie in race four. I'm going to go Haston slowly, race six. And I'm going to go, what do you call it? called? Oh, yeah, Moment to Jive in race eight. Okay. I could probably go. throw in Tornado Tears, but there's no point. So, uh, no, I'm going to go with them three. No, I'm throwing Tornado Them tears. three. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, another go 8%. On. Yeah, go yeah, ahead. Stick, stick, stick Tornado Tears, and that's the four timer. Yeah, okay. Uh, and the. Are you doing that lay of the day? Uh, no, I've still got my selection to come. Oh, out. shit. Right, okay. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to bat no, When it comes to profanity, you sent the you set the benchmark last <laughs> week, and Patty let it go to air. So I don't, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. think sugar honey iced tea yeah. is uh, yeah. too bad. All's fair in love and war. I'm going bundles galore. Oh, the there's, Peter a bit, there's a little bit of rhyming, oh, boys. Taking me on, there's a little bit of rhyming. I'm a poet, didn't know it. I'm going. Maybe that's what we should do. We should we should pick <laughs> one race each week, and we have to pick something out of there because maybe we might get a bloody winner. <laughs> four dog field. We'll have one choice each, and watch the fourth that we don't pick get up. <laughs> and if it was a three dog race, the lure would break down. That is how we're going. Oh, my sweet lord, that was very funny for me. Uh, I'm going bundles galore for Linda Smithson. Six oh, bucks. That will get me close to Smivy. I'll get me close to the black again. Um, boys, it was an honour having Pete O'Neill. Yep. Dulcet tones. We've said it three times in the show, but Lay, he has the a week. voice for radio. Yeah, we'll go later of the week. Barking mad. Wolf, wolf. What is it? Um, I'm going against the great man. I'm laying quick jagger. At the four dollars, I think it's a good lay from. Why that didn't box. you tell him when he was on the show? Because we weren't up to it. Up to it then. You're a coward, mate. No, I'm not. You can't. You wouldn't stand up to a man. Oh please! Do you want to go out in the footy field and see what happens? What meant to say, a man on the phone? Spare me. Um, any final thoughts, fellas? As the wheels are well, it's really fully. You're not going to ask me for my letter, do you know? Because <laughs> what I was going to say was, I, I have balls like Bengali tigers. <laughs> I told him what I didn't like in the race, and Campini has absolutely no chance to, on Saturday night so there we go we've got the great man on and we've, yeah. we've saluted him by Putnam so. <laughs> no no I'm not Putnam sorry I'm not Putnam sorry no, I know I, like, I'm just telling you now this campaigny dog is one of the most over exaggerated greyhounds in Lessig history one or two yeah okay very good like it fellas the wheels as I said have probably fallen off it's been a longer show I mean if this is one uh you probably put in the car and sort of drive to the Greyhound track or wherever you're going to be yep. driving. Make it's sure one of those listens. Trip. It's it's probably not one of those go to bed listens because there's a little bit too much audible laughter um, from time to time. Um, but no, wherever you listen to the non chasers, we are thankful. We must go out on saying get the social stuff in. There hasn't been much. There's been a little bit, but there hasn't been much. So you have a great chance to race a Greyhound for two thousand dollars. If you get involved on the social, just just best tweet us in, Instagram us. I know a few few of us even started following us on the personals uh, on Instagram. Yeah, which makes me uncomfortable, and, but anyway. True, <laughs> Gunner. So slide into the DMs, say whatever you want to say, um, but just get involved in a bit of Greyhound chat and we may or may not pick you for t- uh, the end of the year to race a Greyhound down at Sandown. It's going to be an exciting spectacle and you'll also be involved in a non-chasers. So make sure you get involved. 
Fellas, that wraps us up just about. Like, listen, it? subscribe. Like, listen, subscribe. That's, you know, the drill. You yep. know the rest. We, we're everywhere, mate. You know, we're we on are. Spotify. We're yep. on uh, Apple iTunes. We're on yep. the Castle Box or whatever you Podcast player. Podcast player. Have heard a lot of people say, why does Andrew Gunner post the non-chasers in a format I can't listen to? <laughs> he uses an old Nokia 4610. Well, to not, it's not my out. problem that there's still Deros that are using Apple, Apple iPhone. <laughs> Ah, very good. All right, fellas, we'll leave it there. Uh, it's been a long show. It's been a great show. Pete O'Neill, thank you very much for coming on and enjoy your dish liquor action, uh, whether it be at Sandham, whether it be at the Meadows or over in the West at Cannington on a cool, crisp night over there as a Fremantle doctor comes through the palm trees. <laughs> as long as you do it responsibly, that's all that matters. So, yeah, boys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.